Hey, today I want to talk about New Year's resolutions. Now, I know when New Year's comes up, everybody clamors to start changing and doing this and that, but my feeling this year was I'm just going to do what I want to do now and just set the intention and I'm not waiting till January 1st to start. I'm starting now. So I'm thinking this year is I just really decided to really think about what and who I wanted to be, you know, taking into consideration who I am, but as well as who I would really like to be the person I would really like to be. So I'll have to say I've had a real big struggle with it because sometimes we have a vision of what we want, but I think that if we set the intention and we try to just go for it, it will work out. So that's what I'm doing now. And I'm not going to get into specifics of what I really want to do, but one of the things that I could share is that I've had the decision to whenever I'm buying something, I will evaluate its worth. And if it is not going to make me money or save me money, I'm not going to buy it. Recently, I got a coffee maker. I'm not going to go to Pete's Coffee anymore. Um, it's a waste of money. And this I'm saving tons of money. I've probably already saved the amount of money the coffee maker was um, just in that I haven't bought coffee at Starbucks or Pete's. So um, that was one of them. And how else do I describe this? Um, maybe like an asset being like I recently purchased a bunch of makeup because I'm going to get my makeup kit together and I'll have that paid back in probably one with one client easily. Um, I will try to buy in bulk things that are necessary and you need around the house all the time. Um, I won't buy just a few here and there. Um, that would save on all the things like gas and everything else to get to the place to get to the thing that you need. Um, so, oh, and then also with my health or my well-being and all that, that's an asset, obviously. If I'm all sick and, like, can't even move, then obviously it's going to be a liability. So I am going to no longer eat things that don't replenish my cells and my body and that would mean mostly not eating at restaurants not eating processed food um I'm only drinking tea water coffee 
and even my coffee has vitamins infused in it. I'm not drinking just regular coffee at the moment. Um, I've been drinking a bunch of tea lately, so that's a change that I've made um, in that I used to drink coffee almost every day. Um, I am only eating healthy fats. I'm not eating any sugar. So, um, I've, re um, well, not reduced. I've stopped eating gluten altogether. It's just, um, something that makes you kind of slumpy and I feel like it's just, um, kind of makes you kind of foggy. There's just certain things that it does. I don't know. Um, it also helps with being gluten-free, like to not eat as many carbs. Um, let's see what else. So yeah, so that's pretty much it for that. So basically, anything you think of when you're going to buy something, you're going to second guess it and say, is this an asset or a liability? You weigh it out. A friend of mine said that she would just kind of rationalize something and make it an asset by saying, you know, kind of, what am I trying to say? Like, I need this. It's an asset because it makes me happy or whatever, which actually is true. But what the point of the whole thing is, is just being true to yourself. Um, I think we are led by consumerism. And then once we are, once we are using that, I mean, once the influences of everything on the outside, just being influenced by societal norms it's going to change your mind so this exercise is that you would not have it be changing your mind basically so meaning that if I felt like I needed something because maybe somebody else had it or I saw an advertisement for it. It's just a way to not be brainwashed and just say, I'm not going to do that. I don't need that. And just, it's easier if you're aware of it and just evaluate things as you go. So um, that said, I will not be drinking alcohol. I will not be smoking marijuana. I will not be... Even right now, as I sit here and make this podcast, I just realized my heat clicked in, clicked on, and I am actually going to turn it off and put a sweater on, a sweatshirt on, and... I mean, you know, it could be an asset to be comfortable, but at the same time, you can save money by, you know, wearing a sweatshirt instead. It's not dreadfully cold in here anyway, so 
I just hate being cold, so... I mean, I don't know. Sometimes we have to be a little uncomfortable to shake us up a little bit, so... Um, I had it on auto, which is fine. I mean, I've had it on auto for a couple days now, and I feel like that's a good way to do it. You can just keep it, you know, at least your house at a, at a comfortable heat. Um, yeah. So let's see what else. I just think that New Year's is going to be exciting it's a new decade um i hope everybody can go into it in a positive light um and you know if you wanted to think about something to do for the new year if you've ever had any feeling uh, that you had something to say or you wanted to change something about yourself or you wanted to start a movement or get out there and make a difference, then you could possibly start a podcast. And right now you can just take a moment to learn how to do that with this message from our sponsor. Hey, I'm back. Okay, now I just wanted to also say, because I started thinking about this, was that lately I've also been very easy on myself in that I was in a relationship where I was called many things that I was not so it was like obviously like projection or or uh, manipulation or a way to get me to do what they wanted me to do so I just have to realize that this is not that's that wasn't who I was and it was just you know embedded in me to feel a certain type of way and that's not who I was and it so lends the um, outcome of it is that I didn't I'm not in that relationship anymore and I realize you know I was not in that relationship for very long because I wouldn't put up with that kind of treatment to myself because I know I don't deserve and no one does to to be treated that way so that was that that then that was leading me to think about recently I've been really going easy on myself and saying you're okay to just not do much you don't have to be doing something all the time like it was a speed induced roller coaster madness up and down craziness my dog is snoring excuse me um just a lot of just confusion and 
fog, you know. And so now that I'm out of the fog and I get to a point where I'm like, I have to do this and this and this, I don't really have to do much of anything. I have really no responsibility beyond taking care of myself. And it's a beautiful thing, really. Um, I'm able to not have to worry about the next person not being guilted into worrying about the next person not feeling or being told I'm doing something wrong all the time that was just a really crazy thing for me um especially for someone like me that I always like strive to do my best and when I was not being recognized for that that was super hard for me and it eroded my sense of self and my well-being so i um oh so anyway that's what i'm saying so the the new year's resolution is like not to even though i want to do certain things and i want to be a certain way i'm not to um beat myself up for not not engaging or not you know or missing not missing what am I trying to say like just okay with just relaxing and going slow and not there's no urgency to everything all the time this was a major thing in my past uh relationship was that Everything was so urgent and it was just manic and I just was not, it wasn't nice. So anyway, that is about it for that. I'm just saying that it's just go easy on yourself and say, you know, you can take it easy. You don't have to be rushing, rushing, rushing. I'm not um, spontaneously doing much. I used to be really big at spontaneously doing things. I'm kind of really getting more into mapping things out. I've started a organizer, which is actually a paper, you know, everything's written on paper. I actually haven't busted it out yet really to check it out. I should, because I have some homework to do from in there. Um, and so I just need to sit and fill it out. Um, I suppose I could set my alarm for that. So I remind myself to do it. Um, I know that if I do fill that out, I will be more apt to do those things that are written in there. And um, a lot time to do those things because for me I need to I need to be really structured um that's important and I actually feel like this is going to be a little bit ironic there's a few things that in this past relationship I was in that I do um miss and which is crazy because I'm well I'm yeah I, I do miss that and I'm coming to terms with you know it's it, it's okay it won't ever be like that again um, cause there's, you know, obviously certain things, but I, I liked myself, um, 
it was almost, you know, a kick in the pants in a way. I liked myself as far as how much I was doing. Get up in the morning, go to the gym, make the bed, go to the gym, um, come home, you know. And actually towards the end, it started to fall off because it wasn't, we weren't a unit. We weren't working together. It was just me pining for this person's attention and that's no way to live so um and then I think in some ways I now am rebelling against that at all costs so anything that did happen in my relationship I'm trying to avoid or it's been a little bit hard I have gone to I mean, I'm going to a specific gym, which has been good, and I go to this class there. But the original gym that we had went to together is really kind of triggering for me and hard for me to go there just because it reminds me of when we first started going dating, and I, he and I would have a great time there and just re eventually started to go south and it would be like very uncomfortable going there with him and then I just stopped going there with him altogether um I'm the type of person that if I feel like somebody doesn't want me around I'm not going to be around so I was not about to stick around and let this person basically um degrade me and berate me every day so I cut out basically I I mean well I did all I can to just weasel my way out it was not a pretty picture and it didn't end out very nicely but he uh ended up going uh finding somebody else to go deal with so that's fine um, I don't, I know 100% I didn't deserve the way he was treating me. And, um, it was really, it was really hard. It is really hard because I do and did love that person very much. And now I'm not going to say I feel sorry for him, but actually it's just knowing why he's the way he is, is just, heartbreaking in a way so it doesn't matter because like in this lifetime it's over that that whole situation with him and I are over with so I can just move on in my life knowing it with the knowledge that um people are out there that are evil People are out there that are evil, and the people that are evil create more evil, which is sad and crazy. But it's the reason our the person we have in as our president is our president. It's because there's people out there like that, and they just keep going and keep going and. It's never going to stop. So you just have to live and be true to yourself and really understand what you want. And that goes back to the 
assets versus liability thing is like figure out what you want and need and go for it it without the influence of outside forces because the thing about that is there's evil out there and you don't want to be getting the wrong information and it can be coming from someone that you wanted to trust and I actually wouldn't trust that person with anything that has to do with me like at all I wouldn't I wouldn't even trust that person with their own kids and I didn't I seen it I saw it how it was and it's too bad because I could be trusted so that was hard for me loyalty integrity um trust None of that was there from his side. But for me, that's so important to me. So that was just an interesting situation that I had gotten caught up in because that is like deal breaker number one. And it was from the beginning, it was like cheating and and making excuses like it wasn't cheating and it's just if you are with somebody you're not talking to somebody else making them think that you're with them and and or even flirting or sexual manner or whatever there's just it's just not necessary especially people you don't even know that you've met on the internet like that was crazy and the fact that I had to go as soon as I had I've started being on high alert about that, then that was just it right there. I was just like, this is not who I want to be. I even told that to him. I said, I do not want to be this person that's um, searching. And he's like, well, you are that person. And I'm like, no, you are making me that person. So you were the one that was making me into this person that was... you know, trying to figure things out and you were blindsiding me and you were betraying me basically is what you were doing. So you were betraying me. You were, your integrity isn't there. Your your integrity is so lost in the fact that that, that that new person that you're with doesn't even see that. Like just for the simple fact that your age gap is almost 30 years that is just insane. That is like you're not even thinking about your children, how it's affecting them. You're not even thinking about how the, the child that you just had with her is affecting them. You already have seven kids by four different people, and now you have eight kids by five different people. It is just, there's one thing after another that I should have just known, but I actually had no idea that that personality disorder existed. I had no, didn't even know what that was. I mean, I'd heard of it, but like, I didn't think that I just, 
I don't know. I don't know what I thought, but I just, what are the odds that the person I most loved my whole life was this person? And it was a fake person. Like, it was almost like if, as if I was, like, in love with this robot. And then at the end of it all, I learned that he's a robot. Oh, it's so bizarre. So weird to think about. That the true person was this mean, vindictive weirdo. And... I was with that person. I would sleep at night with one eye open. And at the same time, I wasn't afraid of him at all. That's so weird. It was almost like I needed to protect him in a weird way. And protect myself. And then people have the audacity to say that I wasn't, oh, they would go, I would never let anyone do or say that to me. Uh uh, it would be on. And it's like, hey, no, you know what? I'm the way bigger person when I just get out of that person's face and say, leave me alone. I'm out to be out. Like, you can't speak to me that way. And. I would disappear because you're not going to treat me that way and I'm not going to get in your face and reciprocate and let you know that that's how you're supposed to treat somebody. Nope. Nope. No, nada. So bottom line, if, if I couldn't tame this wild beast, no one can. There's just the bottom line of it. I've known this person for 30 years and that didn't mean a thing to them. Not one little piece of thing to them. And there's no way this new person has any value to him at all whatsoever. Like, if I didn't have value when I was somebody that he's known since he was 15 or 16 years old, 17 years old, then there's no way that anybody in his life holds value, not even his own children. So I didn't mean to go off onto a tangent, but that's just the truth. You can pretend that you care about somebody, but it's really only just for your benefit. And that was all that there was to that. Peace, love, and blessings.